Welcome back to Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. Alex, hey, good hey, sir. Hey. Uh, you know, we, we normally go into a little, we're, we're, we'll get to the real estate stuff real quick, but uh, since we're putting this out right before the Super Bowl, and I mean, not that anybody in Pittsburgh cares not that they're out of it, but in a way they kind of do. So Alex, I got to get your prediction. We talk about it enough on here about how great a system is and, and, and how building a team is, and we always reference New England Patriots randomly. And they're, yes, in the, they they're in the Super Bowl this year uh, against the Los Angeles Rams, who should not be there, but that's a whole different uh, hill to die on. Anyway, um, who's your prediction, Alex? You got the pass of the Saint. Or, uh, yeah, the Saint I, Jesus. Pass of the yeah, Rams. I, I, I think I said New England last year, right? And I was wrong, so. It's still hard. I'm still going to New England because they are the bomb. What are you going to yeah, do? It's hard to, to go against Brady. It really is, you know. Yeah, um, it is hard. Ninth yeah. Super Bowl, man. That's, um, that's insane. So now let's get to the good stuff while you're really here, guys. Uh, welcome to Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. My name is Adam. Uh, obviously, you know the good Deacon here, the Deacon of Real Estate, Alex Deacon. Uh, mm -hmm. Today, what we are going to be talking about, we've touched upon it before. Every once in a while, we think it's good to give a little update on it um, and just kind of ease everybody down a little bit. Um, but we are going to be talking about the real estate bubble. Is it happening? Is it not happening? Is it bound to happen? Um, and we're going to dive into that and how to... How to protect yourself if something is on the horizon. So, Alex. Yes. Where shall we start today, good sir? Uh, we can start with Google. Google. Da, 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 da. Bubbling, bursting. It's, it, the tech bubble might be bursting. Quicker bubble, than... bubble burst. Mm. Yeah, we no, we did talk about this before, but I mean, it can't hurt. We're just going to, you know, sometimes we touch on points and we miss some. New maybe. year, new ideas, yeah. maybe, you know. But, um... Yeah, I'm thinking it's coming, right? Because every know, every ten years or so, it seems like it, it, it comes our way. So, and I remember you put up a website last time when we were kind of looking at trends. Now, um, and I know we we are getting a lot of listeners from not only all over the world, but uh, you know throughout the United States too. So every market is going to be different. So keep in mind we are going to be discussing a little bit about Pittsburgh, but we are going to pull up other cities as well uh, to just kind of take a look at uh, some markets here or there and. The history of their uh, their real estate market and the trends that they've seen, uh, along with how Pittsburgh is fairly stable compared to um, most markets in the country. So, yeah, I was I mean without spending too much time online trying to find a a chart that would kind of suit what we're talking about, but you know we look at different parts of the country and we've talked about areas like uh, Seattle and San Francisco mm -hmm. and um, what are probably some other really hot markets. Um, Probably New York, Boston, right? You know, I'm assuming, but I know I know Seattle was was really pumping was, pumping out the prices. Yes, it was. I, I think San Francisco too. But you'll notice that uh, those markets, for what I read, have cooled down. And usually, what happens when it cools down in a market that was doubling prices like since 2009. So that 2009 was like the tail end of the last crash, the tail tail end. It was actually on. The upswing, mm -hmm. right? Coming back up. And since then, the prices have almost doubled in some of these areas, which is insane because they were already expensive to begin with. So like a house that you could buy here maybe in Pittsburgh was uh, 150000 would be 300000 in San Francisco. Yep. And now that the prices have doubled, so that same house in Pittsburgh... So it might be double, right? Because Pittsburgh didn't feel the crash. Some areas did. Therefore, those those areas dropped in value yeah. immensely. So now you're looking at 
a house in Pittsburgh versus a house in one of those areas, it's going to be double the price. Now it's triple the price because let's say Pittsburgh, so that same that same house is one hundred fifty thousand. Now it's two hundred thousand in, in Pittsburgh. It's now six hundred thousand in wow. some of those hotter areas, maybe even higher. I don't really know the, the exact number, so I'm just I'm just balling. just so you understand Pittsburgh. It's very hard to lose a significant amount of money here in Pittsburgh unless you just make some, you make a lot of little poor decisions. They make a lot of them. Like you buy 50 or 100 homes in a three-year period and you're not doing your homework. By the time you get to realize that, oops, I made some mistakes and I bought these properties, they're going to need lots of work and, and the appreciation is not there like I thought. The rents aren't going up like I thought. All my costs are higher than they, were, they should be. And you make all those little mistakes times 50 or 100 mm-hmm. times. Then you hit a crash on top of that. So the top, the perfect storm is, ouch. Right. You know, now you have a portfolio that's underwater, losing money, and you have to keep that float afloat. Right. Wait. That, that boat afloat. <laughs> that float afloat. So you have to that. float a boat in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep... The boat afloat, which means you're writing checks every month. Mm-hmm. So you get, you just have to be really careful when when you when you know a bubble's coming or you can feel it. Um, it has to. It, you don't, you don't have to be an economic Harvard graduate to know that you just can't continue like our. You can't continue doubling prices in eight years when your income's not doubling. Right. Um, it's just everything's just yeah. it's, it's 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 like common sense. I mm-hmm. mean, so you have to look at those indicators, and maybe at some point, you should always be careful, but you, you just need to tend to slow down a little bit and see where the chips may fall. Because in a bubble is a time where you can make a lot of money, but you have to be smart about it and knowing when you hit the floor and when you're you know the ceiling. Is impossible. You never know when the floor is coming, and you never know when you're gonna hit bottom. You never know when you're gonna hit the ceiling. You don't know that, but you can at least anticipate where that's gonna be. Then, when you get closer to where you feel bubbles gonna gonna hit you, you gotta be careful what you're buying. So you can't be caught buying maybe some very high end homes in a bubble because I think probably those ones are the ones that get hit the worst. Maybe or maybe not, but if you get if you hit with a two million dollar flip, right? Which I've never done anything <laughs> close to that, but I'm sure that's commonplace in some some other markets. Oh, yeah, it's very uncommon here to do a flip like that, even a million dollar flip. But let's say you get caught with one or two of those, and in an area where it's worth three million today, but right after the bubble, it's worth two point five million and declining from there. Right. So. You can see how you get hit with a couple of those. Could be a million dollar loss, easily, and you're stuck with an asset that you can't rent and right. cover the cost. You just you can't find a tenant who wants to pay thirty thousand a month in rent or twenty thousand a month in rent. You know, right. They're just not there. So you got to be careful when you're doing flips on what you are flipping at that time when you feel a bubble is on its way because you have to have a safety net and a safety net's going to be. I'm going to have to hold on to this or take a small loss or sell it at a break-even. One of those three scenarios, right? Sell it at a break-even 
and just be happy that I didn't get stuck with it because of the, the situation economically, or two, sell for a small loss and say, again, just be happy. No, I lost some money, but it could have been a lot worse. Or three, you're renting it out, you're covering your costs, and you're going to ride the wave throughout the, the downturn. You know? And then eventually it's going to come back, it always does. But you don't want to get caught with five or six, or 50 or 60 of these properties that you're flipping at one time. Now you have an inventory that's massive and you don't have a market for it. So you have to, you have to um, be cognizant of the market at all times. Now, Pittsburgh, comparatively speaking to other markets, because I think, you know, like Vegas right now is probably one that's, you know, potentially going up. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I read a lot of the tech areas, your Seattle, nice call, San Francisco, that yeah. you know, Bay Area, Silicon Valley. Um, they're kind of having some trouble right now because there's a there is a tech bubble going on in, at the same time. But that's a that's a different podcast that I'll do for a different different business at a different time now. <laughs> But um, but that's in, in Pittsburgh though. Uh, we tend to be a little more stable than most of the country. So, um, Alex, what do you think the best ways of really, I guess, protecting yourself if you know if we think a bubble is coming? Um, what are some best practices that that you could really just safeguard your, your yourself from that? You know, if if there really even is an immense loss, I'm sure everybody has an immense loss anywhere. But um, if you're smart, uh, how can you avoid that that even a you know, substantial losses? Well, just be, again, be careful what you're buying Mm -hmm. that, let's just say, like, for instance, we do, you know, we do maybe two or three flips a month. And these, these aren't massive profit centers, but, you know, they're, they pay the bills and, and they, they work well, right? But almost everything we do, if we can't sell it just because of the price point we're in, if we can't sell it, we're, we're usually able to rent it and, and be fine. I'll give you an example. I just did one recently. I'm looking, I'm looking at Las Vegas here on, on <laughs> real estate charts. Yeah, you'll see from, from year 2000, Las Vegas real estate just took off. And it went from 2000 to 2006. Prices Skyrocketed. Doubled. Wow. Prices doubled. How is that even possible? Yeah, from 2000, average home price was 150. In 2006, actually 2006, between six and seven, they uh, they peaked at 350. So they doubled in seven years. That's amazing. That's un- just in- insane. The double in seven years, and then from 2007. Till 2012, it hit rock bottom in 2012. This is in this is Vegas, and in 2012, it even dropped below what it was in 2000. So in 2000, 150 in 2012, it dropped to 130 thousand dollars a house. And now you, this one stops at 2014, but I wish we could go further. I bet I'd be interested to see. It's, it's probably back up to where it was. I think so too, because especially yeah. now with them getting that hockey team, getting the the Golden Knights, and with the Oakland Raiders moving up there, it seems like they're 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 aiming. They're yeah. actually getting you know more. Dude, of a... See if you look at the Pittsburgh, 
Chart, it would it would just be steady incline, Which is good and then a, a slight drop off in mm -hmm. two thousand seven, mm -hmm. and then it just a steady incline again. I think when we pulled it up last time, there were, the drop off wasn't even that bad in two thousand seven. Yeah, you can't even see it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was you very. Have look, you have to zoom in and look like really close. Like this, this is showing eighty seven to two thousand fourteen. Now from nineteen eighty seven until year two thousand, Vegas real estate went up, went from a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand. So that's 13 years. It went up 50%. In six years, it doubled. That's it went up unreal. 100%. Yeah, that's incredible. So I think you have to look at you have to look at those types of you know the areas you're gonna um, invest in. Look at that, mm -hmm. and you can even look at. See Pittsburgh's so much different. So you really you don't have to be so enamored with enamored with like super appreciation and you don't have to look so closely at these charts and graphs because if you play it safe and that's the way I do it I just I I know what I my market is I know where I want to be I don't do I might do a flip here or there that I know I can't rent it out mm -hmm. if I'm if I have to and break even and and I just did one recently I did one in South Fayette where if I was to sell it I would have lost ten thousand dollars, and I was I was kind of okay with that. Right. I was like, okay, I screwed up. I I made some mistakes. I bought something that I thought the value was going to be much more. It wasn't. You know, what am I going to do? Right. So I ended up just renting it. So right now I'm renting it, and I'm probably losing. We've talked about this many times. Mm -hmm. I might be losing one hundred fifty bucks a month or something right. like that. Right. But you know, in the long the long run, I have a nice asset that's absolutely turnkey. Needs nothing. For quite a while and you know eventually in five six years or less i'll sell it and make a, a small profit in the meantime i'm getting some nice tax benefits along the way but i didn't open myself up i didn't expose myself to huge liability that wasn't a 400 or five hundred thousand dollar house mm. yeah and if and it's not a it's not any sort of bubble here at all i mean we haven't we haven't felt yeah, anything right, like that right so if this would happen you know, in a in a in a bubble atmosphere, I would it would have felt even worse. Like I would have had to sell it for a twenty or thirty thousand dollar loss. Like you know, which is, again, it's palatable, but it's not something I enjoy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, we, that's one I'm just going to hold on to, and I weather the storm. No, no problem. Because you're going to make those mistakes. So you had asked me, what can you do or what can't you do to avoid this it's just be smart with what you're buying don't get in over your head mm -hmm. have too many flips going at once have a lot of money out there which is just going to drain your bank account and until they're ready to put on the market then when you put them on the market and if you get hit with that bubble scenario then you're, you're really going to be in, in deep doo-doo and, and one thing you always talk about too is, is and especially in the pittsburgh market i'm not speaking for other markets because it can be volatile in other markets but because we're we're very fairly boring and stable here in pittsburgh um alex i know you you can embellish this but you always you know stress don't panic ride the wave you know what i mean kind of just play it out um what, why, why is that so important in pittsburgh is it because there's it we are so steady you know what i mean the consistency here is the the lows you're gonna feel it, but not as much like you said. You're you're not gonna feel those lows like other cities. Um, you know the highs. Again, you might, but sometimes consistency and stability, I think, is is a great reason to not to panic and to invest in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh doesn't have any sort of huge influx of population coming in. I mean, we just don't have that. Uh, I guess it is kind of boring. You know, we don't just don't we don't have the population growth. Therefore, 
you know, how can real estate really rise a whole lot if you don't have any sort of economic factors, mm-hmm. you don't have any population growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, our real estate seems to be, you know, relatively stable. It has appreciated quite a bit, though. Like, we're feeling a boom here in the past four or five years, mm-hmm. and that boom, it's not going to be double, you know, values of homes, but, you know, some areas have gone up. Some areas have gone up super significantly, right? But for the most part, if you look at Allegheny County in a, a vast group, um, you know, you're looking at 3% appreciation a year on average. Um, it's probably tripled or quadrupled that. You know, we got some areas, the house is selling for uh, 200 in 2018. 2019, it's going to sell for 220. Right. That's, that's 10% in one year. That's a boom for us. Yeah, that's so, not bad. That's not bad. Um, well, let me see. So what else do you want to want to sprinkle on here about the real estate? I saw well, you. I, I saw did, you pulling some graphs yeah, up over there. The graph for so you never know what what's accurate, and what isn't on, on Google. But this kind of does um, confirm what we talked about in Vegas, two thousand and seven. You know, the prices dropped. No, I'm sorry, 2000, 2012, they were around 140, 130. Okay. And 2017, they're up to two, almost 220. So that's a significant, that's what, five years? Did, did it jump right back up? Now, did it jump up higher than its peak in? No, uh-uh, it okay. not, it doesn't compare to that other, gotcha. other chart where they were 300,000. Gotcha. Experts say recession could hit early 2020. You never, I don't know what the experts would, if they know. Who are these experts? I yeah, that's, I, I never know who these experts are. Most of them are. are wrong. I mean, how can you predict? I mean, and can't we all just say we're experts? Yes. I am not an expert. We are both experts. I, yeah, in, in certain ways, yes, we are. <laughs> we are experts at not being experts. That's what I, we I are. like that. I'm I an like expert that. at, I'm like the weatherman. I have no clue. I am, I have, I am expert uh, I'm not even gonna try and say what I was about to get out. It's a Monday. We're experts at being experts. That's what we are. But so there's there's our our bubble conversation. Big thing is don't you know be aware, but don't stress. That's why we can, we like to put this out there every once in a while, guys, because it's you know everybody talks about it. Everybody seems to stress about it. Even you know myself, I'm just kind of a marketer here. I do a lot of internet marketing, do the podcast with, with the great man here. And to be honest, it, I hear a lot of it from different you know different advisors, different agents. So. I can tell there's a nervousness out there. Um, that's why we thought that it was important just to every once in a while touch base and let you guys know, be aware, but but don't don't panic. You know, mm-hmm. Deep breaths, we're all gonna make through it. And especially here in the Pittsburgh market, um, there's there's ways to really control, uh, really control any damage, if at all, so. Yeah, then we covered it. But Alex. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate you for this. Uh, sure. Guys, there's another good short one. We hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, Go Pats if you're a Pats fan, and go Pats if you're a Rams fan. Uh, listen, here's where you guys can find us uh, all over the interwebs. DHREA.com is where you'll find our podcasts, our listings, um, our blog posts, a little bit of everything about the company. Uh, definitely hit us up there and subscribe to our mailing list while you're there. Um, we send out a lot of great information about Alex's real estate uh, workshops here in, in the Pittsburgh area, um, his landlording workshops here in the Pittsburgh area, his meetups here in the Pittsburgh area, um, and a lot of our listings go, go uh, in our email funnel too. Um, look for us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Deacon Hoover. A lot of great stuff in all of those outlets. 
Uh, and if you ever need any assistance, you can email uh, the deacon himself. It's alex at alexdeacon.com. Um, guys, if you have ideas for the show that you you know topics that you'd love for us to talk about, uh, you know shoot us an email. Uh, shoot you know towards Alex. You can send it to info at dhrea.com. It's another outlet you can send it to. Um, and from there, listen, reviews would really appreciate it. Share this, let people know. Word of mouth is big on this. We're doing this for free for you guys uh, because we feel it's, it's a great way to network. It's a great way to, to do business. And hopefully, uh, you know, we can do business with you. So for Alex, for myself, and everyone else here at Deacon Hoover, we greatly appreciate your time on this. And we will see you next time.